Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Yeah. The boost, boys. Yeah! Yes! Check one, two, hey. Hey, 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 hey. This is Tish. Hi, I'm Mitch. And I'm Zach. And we're just two dudes in a bar. Talking about our lives as Christians. Boys, we are back. Here we are again. We even have the Utsman sitting down with us. Yep. Paul, the beast Utsman. The The, uh, fisherman, no. The North Woods fisherman. The the seaweed dragon king. Yeah, Good go. man. Um, Log rocking. Oh. The bass ass king. Um, cast him like a just a true man. One of these days I'll snap or hook one. Yeah, you can snag one if you really pull hard enough. Well, that's how I did catch it. I you cut it northern, just hooked the the back of it. It was, it was gorgeous. Not the mouth, the spine. If you could have seen the battle face. that was going on underneath the surface, you would have been like. I need to pull this up. <laughs> Still learning. Long ways to learn. It was fun. Uh, yeah. You drug it out of the water like that? Mm-hmm. Well, he, if you know anything about Northerns, when they grab a bait, they go to work on it. And yeah. that thing grabbed it, started trying to spit it, and he did spit it. And by the time Paul pulled it up, he's trying to get untangled, and he just hooked him twice in the back. And Really? Yeah. And Me that's both. what Northerns do. They hit it, and then they realize what they did, try to spit it, and normally you get them. But he had a little extra time to play around in the water, and then when he hooked him, he hooked him. It was it was freaking cool. It's a lot to learn. I was, two days wasn't enough time, but I was starting to hear the slurps and uh, all the other right top water bait. So you you listen for top slurps. Top water bait. Yeah. So it's it's on top. Usually you're using subsurface underwater, so you're waiting for the field. Yeah, yeah. Hit. On top, normally we're watching and listening because a bass will slurp. They inhale now a northern won't they'll just come up and just just grab it and then a muskie will even do something different they'll they'll surface themselves so you'll see them coming behind it and they'll either start biting at it or they'll grab it and go down so it's just differences of different fish but it's a lot of listening a lot of looking and if you don't know what you're listening for and eventually i was like did you hear the slurp because even though i didn't see his bait i could hear the slurp okay and he's like, I didn't hear it. And then eventually he's like, oh, does not slurp? <laughs> yeah, something is trying to hit somebody's bait, wherever it's at. That's so, it's not like the good old days with the worm and a bobber and right, fishing lake. Right, it's a lot of feel. <laughs> and it's fast. Everything is super fast. We're casting and retrieving really quick. Okay. And so when the action happens, it's like if you're looking at that sweet bald eagle flying over your head and you're saluting America, there could be a seaweed dragon taking yeah. you for a ride. That's funny. <laughs> 
It's yeah. American. It's oh, a yeah. beautiful I place just, to be. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like... You're taking a drag on that line and kugels, yeah. and all yeah. of a sudden, your bait's going down. Yeah. Alexander Hamilton's out there just, you know... <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Speaking of nature, and you're out there. It's... It's the Wilderness Orchestra that you've never heard yeah. before, and it's beautiful. beautiful Let too. freedom ring. Yep. Let that bait zing. That's right. <laughs> Just let them zing. You hit a tree or don't, it's the way of the world. And then you got somebody jerking on a tree, and you're over there trying to really do something. It's like, heads up. Oh. All of a sudden, a bait comes flying by your head. Dude, you hook right in the cheek. Luckily, we didn't, but we had a couple close calls. There's, yeah. Good thing the boat was right there. I think I lost its shin. I couple different times yeah what oh yeah it's fun yeah we were hitting a lot of rocks too it just I, I i try not to sell it oversell it and i hope i don't but i was it's pretty spectacular yeah i had no really expectations is. and i honestly hate fishing so i was like northern wisconsin in the woods i've listened to enough bony bear to oh there you go there you go. Freaking A, yeah. Freaking A. I don't know what you guys are talking yeah. about, but it sounds good. To see what Justin Vernon's singing about. So I went up there and minus the death threat by mosquitoes, it was awesome. Yeah, it sounds like those things were apocalypse. I, yeah, I don't know what the Pharaoh was thinking. And like round one of that, like here. Take them. Take them all. <laughs> the Jews could leave. If you ever have an inkling in your lower region yeah. to take a pee in the woods, don't hold do off. So you find a safe place. Just pee because yourself. there is no safe place out there. Do they have a mosquito net for your wiener? I don't know, but they need to make a couple of them. Because <laughs> we almost lost Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I took, like, honestly, like, seven bites to the face, fending oh. off my pee stance. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, there's, like, dudes from Nam, like, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. How your feet feel. Yeah. You got that jungle rod, too? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it... It's a magical place, but also you got to fight for your place. Keep it. Yeah, keep you your, don't just get a place. <laughs> keep your feet dry and your wiener, right, and right, your wiener right. safe, man. Two pair of socks, OD green. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, boys, we are glad you are here. Uh, I have not uploaded our, our last podcast. Don't tell them that. They don't know that. I know you don't know that. But, uh, yeah, we're back at it, and hopefully uh, we'll keep the stream going. Oh, yeah. Because we like it. Yeah. We were, I think we should hop into we were We were talking before, so... A little bit of behind the scenes. Zach was a hospitality director, which all of you should Yeah, if you know guys that. have been through this podcast, you kind of you know You probably that. know that. Yeah. And Zach, uh, as of this week, I won't tell you what week this is, uh, he is, he is no, he's no longer, he's, he stepped down from that to work in the, the civilian sector, as it were. Right, yep. Uh, yeah, I had to take off my badge. The badge is never gone. Right, right, right. Still right. into the flash. Mm-hmm. But uh, what we were talking about is um, leadership and um, I think and faithfulness, mm, loyalty, loyalty. Two good, two really, really strong words. Yeah. Um, that maybe don't resonate the way they should, but over the time and growth, mean more and more. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I like Paul sitting here. Just a super faithful person who's worked at a uh, a crisis youth center could be paid much better. Somewhere oh, he's else. worth gold. Lot less um, gold in my heart. Lot less, yeah. Lot less headache and maybe oh, yeah. less responsibilities and getting paid more. And just surrounded by people who are faithful mm-hmm. to the to the calling. And uh, 
So, yeah, even stepping down from the church, um, Mitch's dad said one day, you know, he had left the church because he was hurt and he was upset and came to New Life and, and just said that he would never leave another church. He would just, he would be so involved with it that he could make the changes he wanted to make and make the place a better place and lead without being paid, without having a, a, a stature or whatever, and mm-hmm. just being faithful to the church. And you've talked about this, putting your preferences aside, putting your feelings aside and, and doing God's work. And I think we're starting to get into a pure view of the calling. Mm-hmm. Getting out of the tangle, getting out of the mess, and yeah, you don't have to pay me to do this because this is my calling. Yeah. And I, it's, just, it's just such a clear focus. Yeah. And you're, I, I've, I have never been more blessed to know, like your dad, to, to be at a church and do what he's done. And continues. He's just faithful. Yeah. Well, we got here because you ran the host team and you ran Blessings in a Backpack. And also Paul ran Blessings in a right. Backpack. Right. You're next. Oh, yeah. no. Right. I've seen, I've seen your guys' battle wins and I don't want, yeah. I don't want the amputees. I don't need it. Right. I don't need the, I don't need the battle scars for, right. for that. But you guys both built, built up a ministry and have now handed it off. So that's, and we've seen people hand it off and then and it doesn't go well right uh right and there's hurts there and things like that but the i think the interesting thing to me or like the 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 thing that i think about is i I, for one i think it it, no matter what no no matter what career path you have you're you are i think you're you're constantly building something up like you're you're you are building something you're either building a culture or you're building systems well, or you're building a... Well, like you have leadership that you put in place that people follow. Sure. And you what, take, you boiling it down it. to the person and, and what you feel about work really really does amount to what you do and what you leave behind. And so, like, today we had a... I was working this job with a guy and I felt embarrassed and upset and frustrated because I was not good enough to make this job work as well as it could have um and so my mindset to work has is was built by my father and it, it really is my dad always told me you go in there and you do absolutely the best and then better and then you learn that job to perfection and then when you learn that to perfection you start working on other things and it, it just my dad did a really good job of building workers and so you what you say is you know i build these things but in my mind, it's what is should be expected of every worker. If you are hired to a job, and I don't care if it's McDonald's, right? You should be aspiring to be the best person that they have, the right. most valuable person. And maybe it's more like my dad used to say, "Hey, you know, it's a frustrating day. Your bosses were were not good. Co- coworkers were maybe a little frustrating. Make sure you're giving your work to God." Yeah. And like it sounds cliche, but it, if you're working for God. Like, now you up the ante. Because you know God's always watching. You know, in those times where nobody's watching, it just is constantly on my mind that, hey, this, this is what I was, this is where I'm at. This right. is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so how much better can we make this? Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to be a boss, but never really made it to that stature. Like the, and it doesn't matter because you don't have to be the boss. 
in any position you can be in, you can very much be the leader yeah. along everybody. Yeah. That just means doing great work, being skilled, learning, and then being able to handle people yeah. and loving people. Which is hard. I mean, I think it's... Well, I, I do. I think it's hard. I think it's easier said than done. I, I agree. And I'm shaking my head only because putting yourself aside for the work. And this is my humbling part. This is, this is what keeps me grounded because so often I want to be the top guy. I want to be a top dog. But the job's got to come first. The work's got to come first. And if your work is garbage, then why should you ever be a boss? Yeah. Why would anybody ever think that you should be above other people? Mm-hmm. And even when you are above other people, you still have your, you are still dedicated to those people. Mm-hmm. Those people are now your responsibility. Yeah. So if, even if you're a boss, you're never on top because you still have to look after everybody and you still have to do the best job. Yeah. So really being the boss only means you have more responsibility mm-hmm. and you should be better than everybody else. And I'm not talking better as you walk around telling everybody you're better, but because you run things is, is the best way you can. Yeah. And so it, it really never is being on top. No. But that's what the world wants. Well, and, 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 you, and you just come to realize that your bosses have bosses. There's so few people who are actually what, you would, what society would consider the top. Yeah. I mean, and, like even in our denomination, you have right. your local pastor, but then they have their district superintendent. Sure. Which is a person who's over churches. Sure. And that district superintendent has a general superintendent who is speaking to them. Right. Uh, and then that, and that general superintendent has a board or somebody who is speaking into them. Like there is never a, there is never a top. Well, even looking at Jesus, like he is the top, but he still has a father, and the father still looks to the son, and so he's always concerned of what the father wants and always concerned of what his disciples need and not only his disciples yeah, true. his people right. so even the top the top three right. are so concerned with everybody below right that is supposed to be the model yeah 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 and we forget the model right you know but, what i mean well yeah we forget the model i think and the next thing that you said that i think that's interesting is you you start you start knowing the, the details. Right. So like as a, as a director, you know budgets and you know conversations and you know, mm-hmm. you know the, the, the chips that are at play. You know things that other people don't know. You now have more you have, baggage on your back. You have more baggage on your back. And I think that's, I think that's where it kind of, where it doesn't matter what position you're in, you know the things that are being spoken or done that no one that people don't see right and, and people are sh- entrusting you right expecting responsibility right and are you being responsible right and those things uh, things behind like and that's the hard part is because the things that are done behind the scenes you might be on board with you might not be on board with mm-hmm. and to put your preferences on the back that's and that's what we were talking that's about the part you is, have to be able to be okay with what's going on right and maybe when it's not okay having the having the guts to speak up mm-hmm. whether the conversation goes your way or not you have to be okay with what your boss tells you but you you take your grievances in there yeah. you do your best to be responsible and respectful right and that's when one thing it's over it's over and that's one thing that you did you do you do really well it's, there was you you're good at 
bringing in your group, bringing in your opinion in your group, and you can say grievances, whatever, your opinions. Yeah. You're good at coming in and saying, hey, this is where I'm at. Well, and... And then you walk out, you might walk out of the office and be like, well, they didn't, I didn't sway them. So now sure. I'm just going to, I aired it, and luckily, and they listened to me, but it's going to continue on the way Once that again, it's going to continue on. That the work matters. Right. The job matters. I mean, if you could say this, this is a make it or break it. And if this conversation doesn't go my way, then I'm out. Right. Then, then you feel the, the weight, the responsibility is, well, if I don't do this, what's the next person going to look like? Right. You know, it's different from leaving a job to having the ability to do the job, and you're going to stick around. But, well, if this conversation doesn't go my way that I'm bailing, well, then what happens? Right. Like, I'm still here, and now i got to watch somebody else not do the fight that I could have done. Right. So it's just constant responsibility. Like yeah. you feel the, when I left the mine, I would, I felt very responsible for the next guy that came in. Are, is he going to be as good as I was? Right. Or I hope, I hope better. But right. what if he's worse? Right. Now I feel the responsibility. Well, if I was there, I would have continued to give what I had, which they liked. Now I feel responsible that I'm going to leave and maybe the next woman or man won't do the same work. Right. And it's a healthy way to look at life. Like, right. you should not just bail out of a job and say, F all of you. Like, you didn't give me what I wanted. Right. You know? And, and just hearing past ministries, leaders, not passing things off well, personally taking it to heart, leaving a church, leaving disasters and, and hurts, that... And I, I possibly could have done those things, but learning from those people, I mean, it's just constant learning. Like, this, this four years has just been insanely good for me. Um, I want to leave this well. Right. I want to pass it off well, and I want to be available. And I, and I understand if they don't need me, you shouldn't. But leave it well. Mm-hmm. Leave your job well. Like, don't burn bridges. Don't go in there telling all the things that you wanted to say and never did. You should have done that while you were there. Right. Don't go in there and blast the place. Like, that doesn't build anything up. Right. You know? Well, like, what that makes me more think of is, because I do think that, I don't know, we can only, the, the American church, Western church, is very, uh, I mean, I think it's consumeristic. Yeah. I was just, like, dude, I was just, I was, dude my, my daughter, she was at work when we were doing the message run-through. Yeah. And she says something like, she basically goes, like, are they... Basically, starting a church like if you want to start a church, you have to have a lot of stuff inside the church. Yeah, dude, that's my six-year-old saying. Like, how do you church start a church? Ha- a church has to have a lot of things. You have to have a lot of TVs. You have to have a lot of chairs. Big you have stage. to have a lot of big, like lights. You have to have all these things. And it's like, yeah, like in America, if you don't have a building full of crap, no one's going to show up. It's just it's interesting that a six-year-old is already is already seeing that it's not a community. I mean, I'm I'm reading into it. That she's, but she's already saying church, church isn't a community. Church is a building with a lot of shit and it's, inter- it's entertainment. It's entertainment. I mean, she's seriously. She's that's basically what she said. And it's a pure. And she, I was. She has no. And I was anger towards exactly. Anybody. And it's I was. Just, and I was the dick. I was like, yeah, people don't come to church unless there's stuff inside of it. I think what you're like. What I got from my father, my dad, is that church is supposed to be more of a community. It's not like a. Uh, he's gonna come in and he's gonna be a part of the community. 
There's gonna be things that he doesn't like. He's he might not be the leader of it. He may not be whatever. But he's gonna he's gonna do his best to affect affect the community in the way that he he sees his best. And leadership might not be on board. So he'll try to follow the leadership, and he'll try to do what he thinks is the the correct thing to do. Yeah, it, I remember talking. This came up months ago in one of these podcasts, and I. This quote that I think one of my favorite professors would quote, and I don't know who said it, but I will try to butcher it, but it is like Jesus in heaven and true community is where the person you least like the most exists. Right. So it's not about everyone's just having the blast. Mm-hmm. Everyone's the same. Like So that's not authentic community. Like I guess what you're saying is like it's you're going to, there's going to be work there's going to be conflict there's going to be that sharpens you and you learn how to better yourself and talking to people that right. you disagree with but yeah yeah that community it's it, it has to, and it has to be the the the, the community part of it I, I was just my wife was talking to someone after church she's like yeah we've been going to this, to this other church but we can kind of bouncing back and forth and she's like and her her concern was that bad gas travels fast in a small town that people are jumping churches. And I get what she's saying. I'm not, I'm not necessarily naysaying her, but I wish, I wish, the, the ideological part of me, I, I don't like the, the jumping around. I want, like... Well, that's what you were saying earlier. Like, that's consumeristic. That's the... The church should be, like, I'm part of this community, and I'll have... I'm just gonna... I'm gonna be part of it. I'm not yeah. gonna jump back and forth. Like this, this, this group will do things I don't, or this building, this. Uh, you don't like the worship band, right? Don't sing or join the band. Right. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, unless don't bail on the church, right? We don't. It's just weird to me that the American church doesn't. Uh, most people aren't, and I don't think this, most people aren't probably schooled enough to catch like maybe heresies that are being spoken. Sure. If your church is being heretical, sure. that is, I, think, I think that's a totally different right. topic. But if you're talking about leadership right. struggles or you're talking about programming, mm-hmm. I, leaving a church for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because that's what my, that's what my dad, my dad left, the other, when we were kids, we left the other church because of that. And I, that, was a, that was a wake up call to him, like, no, I, I'm going to be a part of this community. Yeah, but with even within like unschooled pastors, unschooled churches, like you start realizing that a lot of, if not all pastors, have got something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, so unless you're speaking against Jesus didn't die, that's what I'm saying. Like, raised, raised from that's the what I'm dead, saying. Like you know? you're saying, there's no such thing as a Trinity, or Jesus didn't raise from the dead, or yeah. and even even not the the non-belief of the Trinity. Like for some people, like that's going to be a huge leap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's no doubt it takes faith to understand God and try to understand God. Um, but there's so many, like, you look at the Roman church and, and the Israelites and just how much terrible things were going on, and God is still working within that. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have terrible leaders, and yet God is still moving. Right. And so it's really hard for even me to say, you know, yeah, that church was just not preaching right. It's like, yeah, but you have the word in front of you. Like, you can change 
so much. You mm-hmm. can still be doing God's work within a heresy church. Like, humans are so defective, and our knowledge is so limited. Even pastors. Yeah. Like, how many pastors have a hunger for work? How many are burnt out? And they just, instead of just stepping down, they continue, and yet they're dealing with life. Yet God is still moving within their church. Yeah. I, I think... Like what you said earlier with Lyle, just saying like, you know what, I'm going to be the change I want to see, or I'm just I'm not going to throw the church under the bus or that church, the church that he's a part of. He's like, I'm going to show up and I'm going to serve. I'm going to try to make it better. Mm-hmm. For those of you guys, for people who are sitting in a church and just hate it and then just pissing all over it, I'm like, I would say leave, <laughs> like get yeah. out. Yeah. But like. You're going to go somewhere else and you're going to find something you don't like and you're going right. to piss all over that. So it's not good to to complain all, all the time. Like, make it better. Like, if you see something that you hate, I don't know, Bill Heibel, I think, called it holy discontent. Like, sure. do yeah. something about it. So you're boiling down my last four years. I am frustrated with a lot of different things. But I think... Maybe one of the many lessons that I've learned is just your opinions, your preferences don't matter. They are important and they do matter, but you you causing waves is not the benefit of the church. Yeah, that's God is calling you to put your crap aside and continue to build. But that's and that's that's when that's the hardest part. So you can have and everybody has them. You can have all these ideas and preferences and. You don't like the way they do do things or the way they pass things off, but you were still called. Like you don't just give up that mantle and say, "I'm working somewhere else, and this ain't my problem anymore." No, right? That's what I'm. It's always at. been your problem. Mm-hmm. This church is there for you till the, the end, till mm-hmm. you meet Jesus. And... Yeah. And and and. But how do we teach that? I I challenge. I think hopefully. We got to live it. So, yeah. Live it. We'll live it for sure. Because maybe you feel like, yeah, I passed this off. Nobody cares. But also, how many people are watching and going, okay, okay. Like, he should be upset. He mm-hmm. should be angry. He should be this and that. Well, we went to a house two days ago, and this guy went, he met me, and he's, he's looking at me. And then we went upstairs. He's like, gosh, dang, I know you. I watch you online. Oh. You're, you're Zach. I know you. You do online church. The four years I spent there, it's going to take 10 years for people to stop knowing who I am. So you go now and start blasting. You air your grievances. Are you tripping up Christians that should be in the church? Right. You now have a responsibility. You've always had a responsibility. So now you take your personal, your emotional state and start blasting. What good of the kingdom are you doing? Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. And the, and and that's the challenge, I think, is because you because if you're if you're just a person who's sitting in the in the pews, and you're like, oh, this is great. Like, oh, the messages are good, the worship's good. Like, I like it. You start serving, then you, when you start serving, you start finding things like, oh man, I don't really, I, that doesn't hit my preference, I don't like that. You start getting knowledge. Oh yeah. And then, that's when you have to start being like, that's when you, 
if, and that's if the teaching and all the other things somehow magically coincide with what your preferences mm-hmm. are. It's never going to happen. But having that wisdom, having having the 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 knowledge of what is of behind what's the scenes really stuff, what's what's really going on, and still saying I will be faithful to this because the work matters. Because the work matters. And Not there's the rest of the bullshit. Right. And None of that matters. There's so many there's so many things in our culture where if, as soon as it doesn't meet your preference, you bounce. And sad, I mean the world falls apart. Well, right, but that and I think that's what is inside the church is my preferences aren't getting met, so therefore I'm gonna vote with my feet. You are working for the eternal God. Not these people you're so called serving. If you can take that mindset on. I think it's two-edged sword, though. Like, people vote with their feet, but I also think some pastors, a lot of churches try to get their, I don't know, the value from the feet there, too. Yes. Well, you're not you're not wrong. I mean, that is, that is so very they much s- the case. They could sell out or whatever. They could compromise, I guess. Yeah. On things where, like, no, it's... Speak the truth, and if people leave, they'll leave. But then, other if it's truth, mm-hmm. others will come back, or they'll come back, or like you're saying, like live by lead by that example. And I think that's where that's yeah. I don't. I mean, have you told Lyle? I mean, I don't even know if he listens to this, but like, there's not too many people. Have, said like sat down and spoke that to you but you see you, you just watch him live it yeah talk about a mentor that that might not even know it was it's constantly to you I got to have breakfast with him this morning just yeah constantly working you know in, in an amazing thing when you find people who they're not being led by a whole lot of people they're just leading and they're doing the loyal things and he's just constantly working. Mm-hmm. He's constantly meeting people in prison and jail. Yep. He's constantly coming to church, working with people. Hardly ever do you hear him complaining about the logistics, the church polity. He like, he just really doesn't give a frick. Mm-hmm. He knows his place in the kingdom, mm-hmm. and he does his work well. Yeah. I've never heard Lyle tell it. I've never heard him say, don't worry about it, don't, don't go down that road, or whatever. He just... He just does things, and you just pay like over time, or maybe quick on. You just notice. You're like, oh, that speaks to me. That speaks louder than if he got on stage and preached to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just he's. You start looking at people around you, and you start thinking, who do I want to be? Like, what kind of man do I want to be? What kind of woman do I want to be? What kind of anything do I want to be? And if you're really paying attention, you start seeing the people you really want to learn from. Mm-hmm. You start seeing the people you really want to be like. And hey, your, your dad at times can just frustrate me, and it's probably myself. No, he frustrates me too. <laughs> but he's my dad. So. But the life that he lives is just extraordinary. I, I too want to be a Lyle when I'm 56 years old. And guys are just like, and it's not going to be everybody. But, you know, it's very few. That would actually learn from and actually put it into practice. But I, as I said, when I when I first started church, like if I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. And I think people need to be in. If you're gonna be in, be in. Don't be scared of it. Dive in. Yep. Yeah.
And if you want to be that person, then be that person. Mm-hmm. It's going to take some years. It's going to take some, some breaking down walls and some preferences. But overall, you're going to be proud of the person you are. Yes. And, and, and you could say, you know, I did that and I, I'm proud of that. Like how many people go into their job, do their work, come out. Are they proud of their work? Or are, they, are they more talking about how angry they are? about how it went mm. you know mm-hmm. these last four years a lot of people would say it was a waste you didn't get what you wanted went to school learned from pastors I'm not a pastor didn't get what I wanted there was nothing about these last four years that were a waste You're right. yeah no doubt you know mm-hmm. and you don't always get what you want that's fine but I I did get what I needed mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm very happy where I'm at and if the church ever calls them there, but likely, probably not. Well, we don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to be there. But you'll be there. Right. Because, it, yeah. And it just speaks to, it just <clears throat> speaks to the nation. Like, people need to be more aware of where they are, what they're doing, and what they're putting in. Less aware of what pisses them off. Mm. Mm. You need to be working, putting in all you have, and, in. Hopefully, you're stressed about how much you're giving. You're not stressed about what your work environment looks like, what your boss looks like. You're worried that you're not doing enough. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, <clears throat> eating. It's not all the time. Speaking of the devil, it's all the time that you get to hear about so, like the positive sides of things. Like usually the bad stuff comes back around like this is what sucks about you but today on the hike I can't say names so please don't say their names right <laughs> but one of my students who Zach is mentoring was like just casually was like I hear you're on podcast and drink I was like what? really? <laughs> yeah you know, which is fine I, I loved it I was like yeah he's like yeah Zach told me that you guys do a podcast and I was like so dude they're listening like Zach takes on like even I don't know how many times you've met this kid twice four times I don't know yeah but he's constantly like we're gonna start working out and then it's this yeah casual things that you you might not even realize and he's never gonna come and tell you hey I think that's cool but how man but that how proud can you be of that yeah well in his head He's like telling me, like, "Hey, is that cool?" He's not gonna, but and he doesn't have to tell me that. Like, it's the work. Oh yeah. Once again, boil it it's down just, to what you are doing. A lot of times, I guess my point is, a lot of times it goes hard work goes not unnoticed. You just don't ever hear about it. Sure, but do you enjoy? Well, yeah. Do you enjoy the work? Do you enjoy the learning? Do you enjoy the hard work? The time you put in. Do you truly enjoy it? If you're doing it for the affirmation of it, get out of the game. Yeah, yeah. don't, don't go in the game for that. Yeah. Because, but do you enjoy yeah. these people? Do but you if enjoy you en- the work? If you enjoy it, it resonates. That wake goes long and rarely does it circle back to you. It doesn't have to. Well, and yeah, that's But the over thing. time, I mean, are you proud of the person you are? Exactly, yeah. Are you proud of the podcast that we built? Yes. 
love that. I'm proud of the community. I'm proud of the podcast. I'm proud of. I mean, what can you be upset about? Right. I think too many people are looking. You know, you're looking for those. You're looking for the money. You're looking for the the status. You're looking for all those things. And those things are great. Honestly, I'm I move jobs because I need money. Um, it's really not the core, and it's hard to see past that. It really is because we need it. We need we need money to live. You know, uh, we need status because as as hungry workers, we need to continue to build and go up. That's good things. It's good things in your heart. But are you truly? Is your heart truly happy with work that you're putting in? Have you built yourself in a way, your mind, to be excited about the work? The work sometimes just sucks. Like today, for my job, sucks so bad. I'm just distraught because I did a, I didn't do the best job I could have. So I don't tomorrow piddle around and be worse. Tomorrow I pay attention more. I think more. I think try to be more constructive. Try to think outside of the box. Like don't don't let yourself get down. Push forward. You your people are brilliant. You, you can do better. And then you're gonna find yourself brilliant. You're gonna find yourself well trained. And hopefully, if you're delegating well, you find yourself higher. Yeah, and you and you'll find yourself to be proud of the the things you're doing. Your life. Yeah, um, it, it was hard to, to sit in that meeting and be the guy that's leading and expecting some kind of criticism because I'm, I'm a critical person that helps me grow. I like criticism because it helps me grow. I have to have it. But I was sitting in that meeting with just praise, which feels good. But praise does not build good character. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. It does not help me to become a better person. Yeah. I don't want praise. I want criticism. That's, yeah. I want to earn that praise. But I, I mean, walk in I think get it, it. I, I imagined all the praise you got was deserved. Mm -hmm. No doubt. But I think what you're saying is the whole, like, iron sharpens iron. It's not just rubbing your back, but it's challenging you. It is. And that's when you grind metal, that's, I mean, that's, it's in the grind. So I do think that's, that's a good point to. Well, and do you want more? Well, yeah, lean into that. It's going to sharpen you. You, you. Yeah. You should never stop wanting more. Right. Just shout it out. This is Lyle. Yeah. Yeah. Lyle's well, walking in. Yeah. yeah. There's more. Yeah. The, the church, I'm not done with the church. The church well, ain't done with me. You said more than that. There's one. Yeah, there's more. Boys, be faithful. Be faithful. Yeah, be loyal. Be loyal. Stick it out. Stick it out. Be part of a community. Be faithful to that community. Be loyal to that community. Give yourself. You'll see fruit. Yeah? I like it, though. Be, be honest. I think that's what you're saying right there. With, like, in a loving way, but, I, like... I do very much enjoy that. Yeah. Beyond anything. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's real intimacy right there. When you could tell somebody, like, hey, you're really messing that up and I know you can do better and I love you <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and, and the worst part is if you don't know and you're not willing to take that then how do you make it better yeah how do you build when you don't know you're building it wrong right gosh dang
Yeah, all right, boys. That's a lot of wisdom for you. Peace.